You're listening to the best wrestling podcast in the UK. This is the Edward Fowler Show. Yes, it is another episode of the Edward Fowler Show. I'm hoping this one will go a bit longer. Because last week we had on, uh, well, the new episode to say, we had on Mance Warner, who actually won uh, for 18 minutes before he had to dash and do anything else. But I am so delighted to have on uh, Selena Darrenta, uh the the first ever executive producer of MLW. And uh, now I'm, you know who I am now because before I actually have you on the show here, I've I've treated you some things previously which you have retreated it's last liked before. Did you actually check out anything? Oh, on Twitter, yes, of course, yes. I I, I think I retreated them. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Did you uh, did you like how I uh, said some things about you on the air? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> because I, I I want to know your reaction. Um, well, I I I retreated your the stuff, but I didn't have time to sit down and listen to anything right okay that's good to know yeah so, i am so sorry yeah. no 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 i am actually... start all over cause... yeah yeah well i can put you in uh i've said uh, a few things that uh when you first ran the show i think you did a a not so good job uh because you had all your goons uh i'm gonna call them goons okay um with all the matches apart from with all the matches and even you appear which is very nice of course but i mean you, you you didn't really need, need to appear on screen. We knew you were winning the show from behind it. We didn't need to see you out in the public, you know, helping you guys to win. Um, but well, I mean, that's kind of your opinion because it is. It, like, if you really look at the numbers, yeah, like the the ratings of the show went further than actually the normal. And that we had usually we get around two thousand people watching when it's airing live. Um, not it's not live. It's just a live chat on on YouTube. But we had um, nearly ten thousand. So yeah, maybe you don't think it's the right way, but uh, the people are. I would I would say they differ. Yes, yes, yes. Well, well, we can't argue with the numbers, can we? So, but I I I, I agree uh, with you there, and uh, I hope it continues. And and I'll give you a suggestion as well. Um, the ratings improve as well when you have Ace Austin on the show. So maybe the next time you produce a show, maybe you can have him on the show in some format to help you boost the ratings uh, even more. Um. Well, maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> you can you can give me pointers about how to do my job. I can tell you how to do your podcast, but I'm pretty sure that you got that down and I got down my job. <laughs> indeed, uh, indeed you do, indeed you do. And uh, you are a very busy lady, as we uh, just talked about. And, um, you know, you've, you, you've had some issues uh, over the past couple of weeks and uh, with Mans Warner, you have remembered him, of course. He said some things about you on uh, my show last week here on the Old Father Show. Of course us. he did, of course. He did. He called you, I'm not going to repeat the same word because I don't really swear. I let my guests swear, but I don't really swear. Uh, but he called you the B <laughs> word, okay? Uh, and yeah. He's, and, and he was very angry um, about you. I, I, I called him a goat fucker. I don't think he can <laughs> top that. <laughs> but he did say to me, though, that any, any, uh, any of your goons <laughs> who you put in front of him, uh, he's going to beat up and, you know, get past him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the only way he was able to handle L.A. Park was locking him out of a parking lot. So I really doubt that he's going to 
you know, take down anybody I put in front of him because he can lock them out, but take them down? No. That's a big no-no. No? Okay. Well, one thing you did He's been around, what, two years? No. There's no way he can take... No. (laughs) Well... One thing you took away from him was Sammy Carrion, you know, you know, uh, the, the disgusting guy. I, that's one thing I agree with you. I'm, I'm so happy that you got rid of him. I, I, I hated him on my TV screen every week, spitting into his hand and spitting with other people. Ugh, disgusting human being. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah he looks like a warhog. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? And I'm glad you got rid of him somehow, but... You know, Mansworth's got no backup now, has he? Yeah, that's it. He made one friend. He was <laughs> he uh, got into MLW, made one friend, and thought that he was going to take everything down. But honestly, like this, this is just this is just to show how how things go when you face me. So already, like he lost a friend. What's next? He doesn't have anything else. So I'm going to have to either come for his family or for his I don't know life because there's really nothing left for him. Well, I, I mentioned to him that since that uh, you had a running with Conan, who is uh, who made his return recently in, in MLW, he could uh, reunite with him and uh, maybe join forces to take you on. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, uh, I, <laughs> I think that uh, Mance Warner is a very unique type of individual, and if he really wants to deal with Conan, I actually... Now that you mentioned that, maybe they should work together because Conan is a backstabbing son of a bitch. So, at any time, and then it's just a matter of time before he betrays them. So, yeah, my, I think they deserve each other. You're right. Well, thank you, thank you very much. Hey, there you go. This is why this is the best podcast in the world. I do my research here, and uh, I bet this is way better than any of the podcast you've been on so far. Now. Uh, as well, then, as well, you, your clients, you know, you're very busy lady. Um, I want to know the reason behind not uh, keeping Loki. You know, he's a very dangerous human being now with that one forearm punch he's got now, knocking out your your uh, people. You know, he got that wiki as well at one point in uh, New York. What's going to happen next? Well, there's a difference. I wasn't keeping Loki. Loki was not a possession. Loki was my partner. And we were running business together, and I have mad respect for him. And no matter what happened, I would always respect him, but uh, we just can't work with each other anymore. Wow. We just came to that agreement. It's not, it, it's just not working out. He just likes to go in the business for himself and do, and do things without, without asking. And honestly, I, I, I think his technique has lacked over the, fa- the, the past few shows, and uh, when he was with me, he was just not working anymore. At one point, he was, yeah, on point, sharp, and always, you know, winning. <laughs> and then at one point, he was he just wasn't. So I, I just can't afford to have that type of behavior in my group. Okay, quite interesting. Interesting uh, side of things. There you go, see, Selena Darrenta is the lady in, in charge here. Um, now... <clears throat> LA Park, you know, he's a, uh, got a chance to cash in any time for the uh, heavyweight championship. And you're watching closely uh, on Free Sports at 10 p.m. every Monday here in the UK uh, recently. And you were there in, uh, you know, in, in Chicago watching on, you know. And uh, did you did you think you do did you uh, think that if Brian Law if you know if Brian Law did you know Fubi Tom Law did win? Do you think you would have cast in that night if he did win the match, or would you have 
not done it the same way if uh, Fab Two have won? Um, that's a that's a you see that's the kind of question that I don't like answering because this is the thing that people just want to know what I'm thinking, and if you know what I'm thinking, you know my next move. So I guess that this is just confidential. <laughs> well, on the subject of uh, LA Park again, um, you know, he's he. Um, got many opportunities coming his way now hasn't he you know in Dallas and then the pay-per-view coming up in November uh, do you think by November he may have the bout <laughs> again confidential I, I think you I know what you're trying to do I know you're just trying to do your job but no you're not gonna get any spoilers or any nothing nothing what I'm gonna do is gonna be secret you want to find out watch the show there you go watch the show every Monday 10 p.m. free sports and of course on Saturday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern on Being Sports. What a unique name that is in the U.S. And, of course, YouTube at 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube on Monday nights, midnight here. Uh, when it goes up there publicly for the whole world to see. But what what upcoming pay-per-view are you looking forward to seeing? Are you, are you looking forward to going to Dallas and going back to the... The Windy City uh, in November. I'm definitely looking forward to Dallas because it's the first time that we that we go there. Um, I love seeing MLW expand and I love traveling. I I'm always up for new fans. So yeah, I definitely want to see how the vibe is, how it goes, and I feel that Texas is like very full of Mexicans and the majority of our roster is Mexican. So I think it's going to be a good mix. Yeah, but me, there's not much on in Texas nowadays. Come on, you know, like Dallas. You know the TV show Dallas, great TV show. You know, and uh, you know there's nothing else there now really un un until MLW goes there. But you know, it's going to be a quite a boring town. Hmm. Well, I mean, United States is generally boring. I I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Puerto Rico's fun. But, I mean, it's part of the United States, so I don't... That, that would be, like, the only the only part of America that's good. Yes. So, uh, cool. you're from Puerto Rico, as we know. And, uh, you know, it's it's very good, you know, to see you uh, doing something that other women within the U.S. can't do, you know, because you, you're showing determination. And uh, what is your, you know, relationship with uh, the CEO of MLW Court? You know, is he, is, is, is he a great guy to get along with? Yes, yes, he's the best boss I've ever had, and I no, I don't have many bosses. And I'm gonna tell you, like, Court Bauer has given me a lot of opportunities, such as becoming the first executive producer, first female Latina executive producer in the history of professional wrestling. He also gave me the opportunity of becoming the first ever female Spanish commentator, also in the history of professional wrestling. And uh, when I was nobody, he opened doors for me, and he. Uh, taught me the business, helped me get in. Uh, so, yeah, he's a great guy. Nothing but good things to say about him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, when I um, tweeted out that I was, I was having you on, on, on the show, uh, we did get a few questions in. Somebody called the Blue Roaster, okay, or Wooster, wrote in saying, <laughs> uh, one real life uh, question I want to know, why do you think managers are less common now than in wrestling's past, and do you think you can change that and why well to be honest i don't know why i don't know why they stopped doing it because i think managers are one of the best things in the show like yeah you have the wrestling but behind the scenes it's really fun to see the drama and like there's no better person to do that than a manager yeah. and um i feel that yes 
because I am where I am right now and MLW is growing, I feel that I can inspire others to become, to try and do the same job as me. They're going to see me and say, oh, that's fun. Look how, how fun this is. Look how Selena at, at the age of 22 is doing this and the possibilities are endless. So I feel that now it's just the beginning. So throughout the years with my different accomplishments, I feel that I can inspire others to become managers and we will probably have that trend back. There we go. There we go. Because, you know, you know, we, we, I, I love um, seeing, uh, you know, managers, you know, the evil managers, see what dirty tricks they can try and do during the matches, trying to get the upper hand for their clients or for their, you know, uh, relationship status and such. But, uh, I hope uh, you can change that and bring in more, more managers in MLW. And uh, yep. we we recently had on, uh, you probably know these two women. Uh, one of them is Casey Lennox. You remember, you, you know her, don't you? And yep. you know as well, Aria Blake, who uh, we all saw last week, well, whenever they come out, two weeks ago, got knocked off a ladder thanks to that idiot Brian Pillman Jr. Um, we discussed about having a female division in MLW. Do you think we will ever see that in the future? I think it's a possibility. I don't think there's something that you can say. I don't think there's anything that you can say, oh, MLW is never going to have that. Um, we're very open to different things. And I just I just think that whenever we have the opportunity of doing it, we will. And uh, do, do, do you think you'll be a part of the, uh, the, uh, the female roster? Or do you think you'll still uh, stick to being a manager for your for your, for your uh, clients? Well, right now, the reason why I haven't wrestled is because I suffered an injury about two and a half years ago. Right. And um, I, I, conti- I, I started as a wrestler, so I continue to wrestle with that injury. And my leg snapped about five different times throughout that year. Then the last time it dislocated and I, it just didn't snap back in, in place like it used to. And I had to get surgery. So I've been out for a year recovering from surgery. And I don't know when I'll be back. So as long as I am not cleared, then I'll probably never touch the ring in that aspect. Oh, well, well, I do hope at some point you'll be cleared to come back into the ring. Because I know uh, from when I spoke to Aria Blake, uh, she said some really good things about you. About, you know, uh, how, how you two bonded and even got your own... Uh, social media account don't you as well you can you can promote that yeah as well. yeah we i met i met aria i say i would say like during my third match okay. and um, she was my she was my third match and uh the mint we didn't she didn't like me i liked her <laughs> i don't know i was too friendly i guess <laughs> and uh she, she thought i was annoying then uh one day we they asked us if we wanted to tag and the chemistry was so good that everybody like Everybody was saying, you guys have to tag. This is so good. And we call ourselves the Soil Brats. And we started traveling together. And then she suffered an injury, I suffered an injury. And everything popped. It and did. that's how I... Yeah. And, and, but, I, but even though everything popped, everything worked out for me in the end. Because I ended up working with MLW with an even bigger character. So I feel that um, it, it, it turned out great. Yeah, it certainly did, and uh, I'm 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 sure you had a little bit of a uh, saying to bring in your friend uh, to help out uh, with the show. Uh, absolutely, honestly, when they when I got casted, when they first picked me, they asked me if I if I thought of helping anybody, and I said yeah, 
Arya Blake. I think you should look into her. And they did. Yeah, and now she's with the uh, the Dynasty, one of the dominant groups in MLW. And Yeah, you know, she's doing really good. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's a great, she's a great valet uh, for MJF and, you know, Richard Hotherday and Hammerstone, you know. And um, out of all the groups in MLW, um, apart from your own, of course, which other one do you enjoy watching? I enjoy watching Contra Units. Yeah. I really do. I, I look forward to everything that they do because I like different. And one thing that they are is different. They can certainly... <laughs> Uh, create chaos in like under five minutes I've seen them like you know, one time that impressed me a lot was when they were in the ring and they started pouring gasoline over people and I thought that was crazy Wow. Um, yeah. that that was insane and there's the, there was this other time that they were taking out a, a guy in a bed and it was like one of it was Chico Adams actually they, he, they picked him up in like one of these medical beds and Tattoo just did a moonsault over him. I thought it was like one of the most savage things ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, well, there you go. You, you were here first on your father's show. She's a big fan of Contra Unit. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Fat Two is one scary human being. But I mean, every, everyone in the uh, Contra Unit are, are probably scary. scary. Th- they are. Not scary. He's fascinating. There's a difference. Yeah, well, well, maybe, but for but for me, it's scary because um, because I find you quite I I find you quite scary as well, you know, because <laughs> um, you're very determined and you know you always got you, your straight face on when the cameras are rolling. That's true. I mean, it, and even when they're not, that's just my face. <laughs> they call it resting Selena face. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you uh, coming over to the UK to slap me up. Um, or 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 Puerto Rican style. I wouldn't. I don't get my hands dirty. <laughs> yeah, she probably uh, sign one of her goons to come and do it instead. Um, but I mean, you know, in the um... I, w- I would love for you to call LA Park a goon to his face. I I would love that. Well, bring him on the show. We can do it. <laughs> <laughs> bring him on the show. Um, somebody else actually wants to know. Uh, this is from Elfan. He uh, they want to know. Do you have any plans of more Mexican wrestlers to join your group? Well, I just, I just thought bestia say say say. So, like, I guess that answers the question. Of course. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Of course it does. So, uh, you have to keep watching because she won't use any hints here. So she, uh, it's a good teaser. Get you to watch the program. There you go. I like it. Um, but I mean. Somebody else wants to know as well. Matthew Gates says, "How long do you plan to be a force in professional wrestling?" I'm guessing you're going to be a, a, a force for for fifty odd years or even longer, probably until you die, won't you? Yeah, I hope until I die. I don't. I met professional wrestling when I was nineteen, and um, I, sadly, because I wish I would have known about it before. And right now, I just want to make sure that I do this for the rest of my life. Doesn't matter if I do anything else on the side if i am i'm actually pursuing a phd so even if i have a, a different career professional wrestling will always be part of my life cool 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 and uh now for our uk listeners we don't know what a phd is um because we're not very familiar with that, with that terminology it might be called something else but could you just could you describe what phd is it's a doctorate Doctorate degree. Ugh, I can't pronounce it. Doctorate degree. There okay. We go. Okay. 
Cool, cool. So, so you mentioned a minute ago about uh, how you uh, came across wrestling when you were 19. Of course, I'm I'm two years younger than you. So, uh, so how do you came across wrestling? Did you uh, just happen to see it somewhere in in Puerto Rico or even in America? Uh, well, it, it was Puerto Rico's America, but I was uh, I I watched it for the first time in Florida, and uh, it was because I moved to Florida to study reality. T- I mean, to study screenwriting. Right. And I went to I went to college, and my a film assignment was to study reality TV, and I came across the show Total Divas. And that was the first time I ever saw anything wrestling related. I didn't see a guy wrestling or nothing. I saw a woman, and I was intrigued. I didn't get it. I, I knew that uh, I knew that wrestling existed. I just didn't know what it really was because I never watched the show or never attended. And um, I, I they were so pretty. I didn't I didn't, I couldn't understand how these hot women decided to become professional fighters instead of models, actresses, yeah. or something something else. Mm. And my curiosity, you know, killed the cat. I went to a professional wrestling school, and the minute that I, that I walked in, I met Santana Garrett, and she was so friendly. She said, oh, if you want to try it out, yeah, we can, you roll in for a little bit, and if, if it's for you, it's for you. And the minute I took a bump, it was amazing. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> Well, that's good to hear. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad um, your film, you know, your screenwriting uh, helped you come across it. Because if that didn't happen, then I don't think MLW would be as interesting without your presence in MLW. I don't think MLW would would be as good without you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think uh, they would. They wouldn't be a Selena Delrenta. They would probably be. A, I don't know. Well, there wouldn't be. I have no idea what it would be. Yeah, and and there wouldn't be a a, a dominant Mexican group followed by you, you know. So, you know, we can yeah, thank cause, you. Because who's gonna lead? A, who's gonna lead a strong group like that, Conan? Come on. Yeah. Of course, you yeah. need me. Yeah, exactly. And uh, do you do you have anything to say to 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 uh, Conan on here? You know, or have you said anything you you want to say to him in his face uh, back in the Windy City? Everything that I like to, that I have to say to him, I say to his face. I don't, you know, it's kind of a bitch thing to go on a podcast and then, you know, rant because you know they're probably not gonna hear it like Mance did. Now I know, but I mean, it's not it's not my style. I like face to face on national television. I think that's the best way to <laughs> deliver messages. <laughs> to 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 air your dirty laundering on national <laughs> TV, okay? That's fine with me. Um, what do you make of Jim Cornette? You know, um, he, seemed like, he, he seemed like a nice guy um, on on screen. Um, but but what is your relationship with him? You know, because I know you scare him a little bit because every time you are uh, talking to him, uh, like at the announce table and such, he, he uh, looks like his eyes pops out every time you uh, Shout it and tend to shut up. Uh, I don't. Uh, can you rephrase the question? Yeah. So, like every time uh, Jim Cornette and yourself are on the screen, and uh, he gets a bit nervous about you because I've seen his like his eyes pop out, like, like wow, did she just wait him to shut my mouth? Well, I mean, he knows that I got some info on him, and he knows I mean it. So I got some stuff that I'm I'm dying to leak, but I just you know I'm I'm just waiting for the right time, and he knows that I'm waiting for the right time. Mm, I wonder what this could be about leaking. That'd be interesting to find out in the coming 
hopefully weeks or months in MLW. Oh yeah, pay attention, pay attention, because you're gonna love it. You're in for a treat. I guarantee that. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait now. You've you you you've got me oh, yeah. teased. You got me this teased some, now. This is career-ending news. Like Ooh. this is good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it now. I'm look, looking forward to it. Um, now somebody oh, else, right. somebody, somebody else has um, wrote in a tweet to us saying about. Uh, they want to know when is she running for governor back here in the island. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that's a that's a very island joke because right now there's a problem with the governor, and they want him to to quit because he called somebody a whore. And um, oh, you need to get out. The, yeah, it's not good. He needs to go, and everybody's begging him to quit, but he just won't. And I don't know. I don't know how it works. I mean. I don't know. I'm not running for governor of Puerto Rico. That's never gonna happen. There you go. You better here first. But I mean, you know the uh, the wrestling style in Puerto Rico though. It's very dangerous. You know, it's very dangerous. I would I would not like to go to a wrestling show in Puerto Rico. Uh, it's no the, the fan the fans are very crazy and very out of control. Um, including the wrestlers. I don't care. I mean, I'm not scared of Puerto Ricans. I I, I was raised there. Seventeen years. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not really scared of going anywhere. <laughs> I don't. I'm pretty sure I'm protected, so I'm good. Oh, you are protected. You are. If you if you're not, then uh, you'd be firing your crew. To uh, yeah. To say why not? But I mean, the me? thing is, like, if one if one person slacks, let's say, uh, one guy one one guy's down, I still have like 15 others, so it's gonna be really hard to get to me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now. This might be a bit of a biased question for you, and you might not even give me an answer about this one. But who is your favorite member in your in your uh, group, or, or or is everyone in your group your favorite? I don't have a problem showing nepotism. My favorite is LA Park. Yeah, of course. Uh, I thought it'd be. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great athlete. You know, he can. You know, he can do things that size. You know, it's not many people can do uh, of, of his size, but he can do, isn't it? Yeah, uh, he's impressive. He's been, I mean, he, this is the thing that just keeps amazing me. Mm. He has been around for over 20 years, and he can still kill it the same way that he did 20 years ago. So, I mean, that says a lot. It's experience over anything flashy, anything that flips, anything, anything, period. Experience wins every time. Yeah. Every time. And that's why I have an experienced guy, because, I mean, I've been, I've been in this business, let's say, three years. I, I, even though I am quite successful and I don't have like the, all those years, I have people in my team that have it. So it, it it's a perfect combination. It is. It is. And uh, who would you say then maybe the the upcoming star then in your group then? Mm, that, well, the thing is that uh, all of them have a lot to offer in very yeah. different ways, and I can't tell you I'm gonna this is my upcoming star because some stuff is still behind the scenes some stuff i can't talk about and uh, that's a tough question <laughs> well you know i i asked the tough questions on the father show many 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 people say up to me all the time that i ask a lot of tough questions because i know what to ask all podcasters don't know what to ask and they get they get a bit afraid when they get a very wow uh, intelligent you should woman. get an award I should do that. I should be an Emmy award-winning broadcaster, Emmy award-winning podcaster. Anyway, um, back to you because this is, this is all about you, not about me. Um, you know, would you have had LA Parks face the filthy Tom Lawler? 
you know, because right I'm now not... there's no point. I know, but I mean, he's got his rematch, okay, and he may, you know, get the belt back. But let's if... be honest, he's not gonna get that shit back. Let's be honest, it's Tom Lawler. He is useless. No, that's not gonna happen. Let's be let's be really honest. Look at Fatu. Yeah, I know. And yeah, look Fatu. at Tom. Okay, okay. So no, I'm not. I'm not even considering that option. Um. You know, Fatu... It's a waste of time. Fatu may injure, though, LA Park, if them two ever did get in the ring. You never know. Fatu is, a, is one dangerous human being. And uh, we don't know how long he's going to be in MLW4, but he is quite a dangerous superstar who could injure LA Park. We saw what he did in uh, nah. Milwaukee. It could happen. The only thing that I, I can say that is very interesting is that LA Park is undefeated. And so is Fatu. So that's a, you know, I can't tell you how that's going to work out. But again, Fatu, yes, he's great. But same thing. He's not, not LA Park. Like, I, I just haven't met any superstar in MLW that can, that is better than LA Park. Honestly, I can't, I, I can't say otherwise. I'm not scared. I can't be scared. <laughs> well, you might be scared on the inside, but on the outside, you might not be. But... But one thing for certain, one thing for certain, it would be a classic match between Fatu and Park and, and and LA Park if that ever did happen. But as you say, both undefeated. But well, again, let's as see, you say, let's see what happens because Fatu yeah. is not even signed. So like, like if we look at all technicalities, he shouldn't even he shouldn't even have a belt. So I mean, at the end of the day, we we can always sit down and read the MLW rulebook and <laughs> probably. Probably he shouldn't have that belt. So let's figure that out. Like let's let's just wait. <laughs> let's just wait. Well, as I was gonna say, you know, all undefeated streaks all come to an end at some point. So it's only a matter of days before either Fatu or LA Pars get beaten in ML. Oh, you mean Fatu? Oh, you mean Fatu? The LA Park team? Yeah, yeah, definitely Fatu. Uh, LA Park will not be defeated. Period. He is. A beast. <laughs> He's, you cannot. Period. Okay. Uh, let's talk about now about your other project outside of wrestling. You have a Snapchat. Tell us where my listener can find you on social media. Yes. All my social media, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's Selena De La Renta. And for those of you who can't write it, it is S-A-L-I-N-A-D-E-L-A-R-E-N-T-A. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I actually got you on Snapchat, and you have some good stories on there. You know, I I, I was watching the one you posted yesterday, um, of your dog about you, you were playing with your dog in your I think it was your house, and then the next story was you were in like a rescue home, like rescuing an, an, another dog, which you put on Twitter as well. Very, 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 yeah. very different side of you, you know. And I thought, wow, this is a very kind, loving person, you know, and. Uh, I hope. I mean, I I am to animals. Yeah. Like they don't do anything wrong. Humans do. Yeah, yeah, they certainly do. Uh, well, I I hope um, I don't do anything wrong to you. That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a, a little toy poodle, and it's it's almost impossible to not love him. His, his name yeah. is Doctor Pepper, and yes, I rescued I rescued a dog recently, but she hasn't come home yet. She um, I just got a video. That video that I posted, I got it from the vet, and she was like. 
if you want her, I know you're looking for a dog. I know you were looking to buy, but she needs a home. Otherwise, it's probably going to go nap nap. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, I'll, I'll rescue her. And uh, she's coming home. We're still debating on the name. I have a, a bunch of votes because fans <laughs> got crazy with uh, voting for her name. So I still have to sit down and count and figure out how we're going to name her. <laughs> Well, it's good that it, it, it's good you're leaving up to the uh, the public to uh, decide for you. I like that. Very, very kind of you. Thank you. I'm a kind woman. <laughs> Indeed, you are. You are very kind, and uh, I'm learning more about you now than I did before I had you on the show. So uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Now you do some modeling outside of wrestling. You post it on Twitter as well, of uh, like calendars and so so so. What made you get into uh, modeling? Was it just because the other women wrestlers who you knew were also doing that and thought, wow, this looks very interesting. I thought, why not do it? Or I did that before, uh, before anything. I, I've been doing performing arts since I was born, honestly. My mom wanted to be a Broadway actress, so she was always very into performing arts. And uh, when I was born, like literally, she put me on stage to play Baby Jesus. Wow. And... Um, so I was, out, well, of course I didn't have to do anything. I was a baby. But but I, I grew up on the theater, and I would always do behind-the-scenes stuff. And, um, and then when I when I started growing, I always told my mom, I want to be a star. I want to be a star, period. It doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what I do. I want to. And I tried singing, dancing, modeling, acting, you name it. I tried everything. And I even did sports. I did volleyball. I, I, was, I was terrible. I tried volleyball, softball ping pong i did track which i was actually really good at yeah. i was team captain of the soccer team and nice. uh yeah so everything has been sports and art so when i met sports entertainment business yes. which is rest i i thought it was perfect i thought it was meant for me <laughs> well that's good and uh congrats and uh, i i hope that um when you were the the team leader of your soccer team i hope that you have many games winning under your belt and um, do you do you follow any of the sports outside wrestling or is it just mainly wrestling now or, or do you still follow no. any soccer or any of the sports to be honest I, I barely have any time to watch television anymore I used to love watching different sports but it wasn't even like I had a favorite team it was more because my my sister's dad he lived with us for about 10 years and and every, every time he would watch a game, I would sit down with him and say, yeah, I support the, this team or this, uh, whatever team was against his, just because I thought it was funny. And I, I actually enjoyed that, but I don't really follow any, any, any sports besides wrestling right now. That's fine. That's a problem. But hopefully someday you might be able to, to relax a little bit and maybe get back into your old traits of watching other sports again, just just to see what's going on. In hopefully, the world. right? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, Working with international superstars and going to college is definitely time-consuming. <laughs> Indeed, and, and many people don't realize you actually are, you know, actually contacting these talents, you know, and uh, you know, and yeah. I bet I bet you've been contacting loads every single day and and negotiating and such like that. And we can't wait to see who is coming yes. next from AAA or wherever else uh, you get them from. But, I mean, it it's a lot must, of traveling. It must be a quite hard to find the right talent, though, mustn't it? 
Yes, and it definitely is because finding the right talent is not just about who is a good wrestler. Because I mean, yeah, there are good wrestlers out there that don't look good, and there are good wrestlers out there that uh, can't talk. There's good wrestlers that you you can't take their mask off. There is like so many so many things and just that. And there's people that you know you say, oh, this wrestler is amazing, yeah, but he's never on time. Yeah. Or uh, it's very hard to get a hold of. So, yeah, there's a, a lot of things that you you think somebody's perfect. And, it, yeah, you would say, this. I think this person fits perfect in MLW, but this. And then there's always a but. So it, it's it's not easy. No, no, no. And I bet it's quite stressful as well if, to to make sure that, that you pick the correct one who you think will be a good yeah. addition to the roster for sure and dealing with people in real life like like you see how we something so little as somebody spilling a beer on me like mm-hmm. cost all this issue like imagine personalities in real life it's egos and it's hard man if i if i don't get what you want then you're gonna say no working for selena is the worst but it was a like a small thing, yeah. you know. It's 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 hard. It's really hard to keep a reputation, keep everybody happy, mm-hmm. and get and get the job done the right way, and book the right people, and make sure everybody's there on time. Plus cameras, plus lights, plus plus a million things that you have to do when you expect to produce a show. It's just it's very time consuming, guaranteed. I bet it is, and I bet it's quite fun though, at the same time learning different aspects of what goes on to produce a TV show, you know, and uh, I, bet, I, bet, I bet it's quite exciting to be able to do anything you want because you, you're basically running the yeah. show. I love, I love how it makes me feel, it makes me feel like the puppet master, but <laughs> even though I call the shots, I tell who's doing what, it is stressful. So yes, it is a, an exciting, stressful situation. I got a question for you as well. Then, what is your favorite uh, thing to do behind the scenes when producing a show? Then, what's your favorite aspect? Um, uh, my favorite. Yeah. Hmm, it's hard. Um, I would say my favorite is when we get to sit down, um, the production team, and look over the show and uh, see it how everything is coming together after all the storm and all the stress. You see how this is a really good product and when we sit down and enjoy that that last view of the show uh, it's more like man i'm proud of myself this is what we did and we just we can relax after that i would say that's my favorite part yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and uh, i'm sure the people love every episode and we can't see what you do next and uh, you know um now then this is this is my fun bit of the show because i love this uh, I put people on the spot now. So, uh, this is, I'm putting you on the spot now. Who can you properly say who you think should come on the Aerofile show following you on this show? Um, I don't, I don't think I get your question. Okay. So, I'm wondering, who do you think, who, who would you suggest for me to contact to come on this show next after you? Oh, um, contact next? Um, you know what? Interview... Brian Pillman. Oh, there we go. Good one. That's a good choice, isn't it? Why would I want to interview yeah. that idiot Brian Pillman Jr. for after he threw off your friend and after saying that to go on my show? A great person. All she's trying to do was help her teammate out and he didn't even look where he was punching. 
and knocked you off the ladder. You know, do you think that's uh, a key? I, I just think I just think Brian talks a lot, and I feel like you guys will get along. Oh, okay, okay. I can see. I'll see what we can do. Maybe, maybe the people of MLW can make it happen. Uh, I will uh, get in contact with them and see what they can do. Um, you know, but is there anyone from your from your gang who thinks would be a great um, addition to the show, or, or do you think they don't really speak? Much? I mean, you, do you speak Spanish? I, well, not really. I I, I can do Hola, <laughs> Adios Amigo, uh, C. That's all I know. Yeah. Then and then it's the odds are not in your favor, buddy, because <laughs> they don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but maybe, maybe, maybe we have a translator. Maybe we have a translator on the show. Nah, no way. <laughs> I, I, I cannot, I cannot sit down and translate forty-five minutes of somebody else's life. Come on. <laughs> but, but, but if your budget is is that is that good, then you can probably afford your own translator. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely can. <laughs> Thank you for your suggestion. Anyway, I've it, it's been a pleasure having you on the um, on my show. Have you enjoyed it? That's that's the main thing. Yes, yes. I'm really hungry, but yes, I I've I've enjoyed it. What's your Thank favorite? Thank you for your time. You're welcome. What is your favorite um, food? And what what is your favorite go-to snack or food you uh, have to have when when traveling around? Honest, well, my favorite food period would be my cheat meal because I I have a very strict diet, but. I love tacos. Mexican, authentic Mexican tacos are my favorite. Mm. I don't, uh, you know, I don't really get to eat much of the stuff I like, honestly. Uh, I eat, like, eat protein, egg whites, and stuff that's not necessarily my favorite, but it's the best for my body, so yeah. I got to do what I got to do. Yeah, exactly. You have to do what you do. And I think, personally, protein... Yeah. Helps you to stay fit and healthy and not be ill. Because I, 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 I have protein yeah. and I'm rarely ever am off ill. Rarely ever. So I, I always think protein. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I am rarely ever ill. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I think it's because, of, it's because of the protein, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Honestly, I'm rarely sick. The only time that I've, this year that I had any problems, it was a cold, and it was because I was traveling a lot, and the weather kept changing badly. Like it was under eight at one point, and then I went to another place that was like ninety something degrees, and then the next day I went somewhere else that was thirty, and it was it was bad. I lost my voice. Oh, so, I, I, I and actually, me. yeah, I actually did an MLW show with. The, my voice like that and people were like oh now she's sick and I was like nah I'm not really sick it's just that like I had a cold and all of a sudden I have no voice but I'm good I feel good yeah yeah that, that to me that's because uh, on January um, I actually lost my voice for a day I never lost my voice in my life beforehand until January of this year so uh, that was quite a new experience for me because it was very hard not to speak you know why to speak so badly I couldn't speak so uh, I, 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 I feel what you mean. Um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure. And Barry, congratulations on reaching over 20,000 followers now on Twitter. Cause, um, Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I'm one of them. I'm one of your 20,000 followers now. <laughs> Thank um, you. I've, I've been following <laughs> you for before 20,000. So don't worry. Not recently. Like a few months I ago. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. And, I, don't you know, know, I, I don't know why like Twitter, Twitter grows so slow. I have on Instagram like nearly sixty-eight thousand, but wow. it's—I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm well, maybe because 
Instagram is more for pictures and people like, like seeing bikini pics. Yeah. And Twitter is more for talking. I I, I guess that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my Twitter is very slow. I I will never get to your height. Don't worry about. It. I I'll never get to your to twenty thousand followers. Yeah, a bit too much for me on Twitter, <laughs> basically. But yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, we do have um, I I do have a few people um, uh, follow me on Twitter. You know, I've got some Fox LA news anchors. You've got Mance Warner follow me on there. Got um. Marty the Moth from Lucha Underground, he follows me on there. Um, even has some retreats from yourself, um, Brian Pillman Jr. Actually, so uh, I, he must know who I am. Probably, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I don't really talk to Brian. I just suggested him for the reason I told you. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I'll let you go now, actually, because we were going to finish up anyway. So thank you uh, for your time, Selena Daryl Rain. Said, stay on the phone for one minute. Uh, I'm just wrapping this up now. Um, if you're new around here, make sure you do subscribe, that's follow the podcast, make sure you rate us, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, let us know what you think about the podcast on Twitter, at underscore, edofile underscore, make sure you tag me and Sonny and Rainter in your feedback and comment about the show, and uh, I hope you do come back on here again soon, Selena. Yeah, thank you, don't forget to tag me. I won't, I won't, and uh, there'll be some clips coming out as well, uh, which you can see exclusively only on YouTube.com before... The podcast comes out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the most exquisite place to see the, all the juicy bits about my podcasts. Until the next episode, enjoy the afternoon, night, evening, or morning. <laughs>